0: Amen. Praise the Lord. It's good to be here tonight and uh, be in the presence of the Almighty today. Uh, Heard some good preaching today. Uh, Good singing. That cultivates good ground for preaching. Amen. And I'm thankful for the Word of God, ain't you? I'm glad that uh, in the times that we're living in, we've got something that we can go to. Amen. I'm glad that there's a comforter. I'm glad there's somebody that's far out of this world that's in control of it all, ain't you? Amen, I desire your prayers tonight. This is a little different than what I am used to, but it's okay. God's here. Amen, Amen. and that's all that matters is me and God. It's at, at, that's all that matters at this point when I'm behind the pulpit. Amen, but I do miss the amens and the praise the Lord's and the hand waves. Amen, so... As Brother Gary said here uh, a Sunday or two ago, I know you're there. So so let's praise the Lord. You can raise your hand. Listen, just worship Him right there and, uh, and right where you're at, just like if you was right here in the sanctuary today. And I'm thankful for what God has done and what God is doing. Amen. Not only is the grocery store shelves empty, but you can go over to the book section. Amen. And the Bibles are gone. Amen. I believe God's getting people's attention. Don't you? Amen. Uh, I believe. Listen. I, I I've been sent on Facebook. I've I've been seeing people that 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 they don't want nothing at all to do with God. But now all of a sudden, brother Gary, uh, they're they're all they're thinking about is God and what's to come, and they're starting to. Ask questions and 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 I've got a, a lot of preaching brothers that's doing Facebook lives and stuff, and Brother Daniel Norton the other night preached from his house and had a man drive all the way from Erwin, Tennessee, to his house right there in Jonesboro, just to get saved. Conviction all over him, tore all the pieces. I'm glad that God's still in the saving business, ain't you? Amen. If you got your Bible, Second Colossians chapter number seven tonight, got something on my heart today. I want to preach to you tonight if I can with the help of the Lord. Amen. He'll take the Holy Ghost to preach tonight. I'm just a mouthpiece for the Lord. Amen. But if he don't come by then I'm wasting my time. But I already feel the good presence of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad he said where two or three are gathered together in my name. He said there I would be in the midst. Amen. And I make one. Amen. And he makes number two. Praise God. So hey you've come too late to tell me that you have to have a whole house full of people to worship the Lord. Amen. Because I've had church myself and just me and God. Amen. And the cab of that old truck that I drive today amen so let me tell you today you can serve God and you can worship him and you can have church right where you're at today amen Amen. I love the Lord tonight don't you right before I get any message I do want to say how pleased I am with this church amen I'm thankful for a pastor that is willing uh, to do this tonight. Lord, why? So that he can feed his flock. Amen. Uh, without, without food, the, the, the sheep will die. Amen. Uh, but I'm glad today that we've got a shepherd that loves us tonight that wants to provide a way that we can all be fed. Amen. i tell you something else I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for uh, Tuesday school. Amen. I'm thankful for Brother John and, and Miss Kim that, that that gets on the Zoom app and, and gets in contact with my kids, amen, because they need that tonight. And I'm glad of that tonight. And I want to tell you tonight that I love you and I appreciate you for it. Amen. I appreciate the deacons of this church, amen. Been getting some phone calls, text messages, checking on you. That means a lot, amen, when you're uh, in a in a pandemic, in a situation like we're in right now. That means a lot when you know you've got somebody praying for you for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you, I've been worried a little bit about our widows and our widowers in the church and I talked to Brother Gary the other day and I said, Brother Gary, I said, how are they doing? He said, oh brother. He said they're doing better than the young people, praise God. Amen. They're used to staying at home and stuff, but, but praise the Lord, we're going to get through this thing. Listen, let me tell you something today. We win when it's all said and done. Amen. Let's look to the Word of God tonight. Amen. 2 Colossians chapter number 7. Let's stand to our feet and reverence the reading of God's Word. We can do that. You can do that in your home. Amen. I believe that's a good practice to just keep up. Amen. But let's look and see what the Word of God has to say and chapter 7 the Bible reads like this it says and now when Solomon had made an end of praying the fire came down from heaven amen and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the house amen I like that brother Gary amen listen to me tonight and it says and the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house and when all All the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house. They bowed themselves with their faces toward the ground upon the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good. Amen. Listen, let me say that again. They said, For he is good. Amen. For his mercy endureth forever. Amen. I'm glad that I serve a God today that his mercy will endure forever. Look with me in verse number 12 tonight. For the sake of time, we're going to skip down to verse number 12. And then the Bible says this. It says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer. Amen. Listen, I'm glad today that I serve a God. Hey, he's not dead tonight, but he is sitting right now at the right hand of God, and he's making intercession for you and I tonight. He's not a dead God tonight, but he's alive tonight, and he hears your prayers tonight. Amen. I'm glad he said. He said, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. It says... If I shut up heaven, huh? Hallelujah. Listen right here. He said the Lord's talking right here now. And he's telling Solomon in his dream. I believe it's a dream. It said by night. I'm just crazy enough to think that, amen. And verse 13, he says, If I shut up heaven, the Lord said, that there be no rain. Huh? Rain is symbolic in the word of God as blessings, amen. What God is saying, He said, What if I shut up heaven and I quit sinning the blessings? things down listen to what he says he said or if I command the locusts to devour the land uh, you can read about it right now over South Africa right now they're absolutely in a pandemic over there with locusts right now they can't even go out of their houses or their huts without being covered in nets amen mm-hmm. listen to me he said if I shut up heaven that there be no rain and if I command the locusts to devour the land Listen to what he says. It says, or if I send pestilence among my people. Listen to what he says. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Hallelujah. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, He said, if they would humble themselves, listen, He said, if they would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, listen, and turn from their wicked ways, hallelujah, He said, then would I hear from heaven, Uh, listen to me tonight, I'm going somewhere, just bear with me, and He says, and we'll forgive their sin and we'll heal their land. You can be seated, let's pray tonight. Father God in heaven, and I come before you Lord as humbly as I can dear God I'm flesh and bone today Lord and the scripture says Lord God that the flesh is weak dear God and Lord the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh tonight dear God but I need you tonight to just rest upon me Lord for just a few minutes dear God as I deliver the word of God tonight Lord that I may be a help to somebody along life's way amen we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name amen and amen well praise the Lord I feel the glory in this place tonight, amen. Hey, I tell you what, it wasn't but just a couple of weeks or so ago or maybe even last week, I was in and going through a little bit of a dry spell, amen, and I felt myself sitting down in the grass outside in my backyard being my wife just holding each other, amen. Hey, I'm thankful for a wife that knows her husband, amen. She just come up to me and she said, What's the matter? I said, I just just stuff. And she says, I know you better than that. What's going on? And I'm going to be as honest with you as I can right now. If I can't be honest with you right now, I might as well go on to the house right now. I looked her dead in the eye and I said, I'm going to be as honest with you as I can. I said, if I got a call right now to come and preach the word of God, I don't think I could do it. Uh, I was going through a dry spell. It didn't matter where I turned to the word of God. It seemed like I wasn't getting nothing. Amen. But I'm thankful for the presence of God that he's right on time every time. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad Sunday evening the Holy Ghost come by. Um, I felt him during Sunday school When Brother Gary was preaching Amen Amen And then Sunday night When the testimonies come Amen I got to see all my church people That sent in videos Amen And I began to feel that wheel In the middle of the wheel Amen I, It was just confirmation From my God That he hadn't left me Amen But here in this chapter Verse 7 right now Or chapter 7 tonight We read the account Of King Solomon Amen Who was King Solomon King Solomon was the son of King David, amen. You know King David, uh, the Bible speaks a lot about King David and the things that David did, amen, he was a mighty man, amen. Maybe people looked at him as a little run or whatever, but God had his hand on him. Uh, I see King David and coming over into King Solomon. He come from a good bloodline, brother, Uh, He had been raised right, if you will, is what I'm trying to say tonight. But we see here the account of King Solomon. Amen. And the Bible said, and when he had made an end of praying, the fire came down. Amen. David had a vision of building the great temple. Amen. But. God had a different plan, amen. And you've got, you got to go back into 1 Kings and you can read about it, amen. And you can go back to uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 29. And, and David was, his strength had started to fail him, amen. And it was starting to decline, amen. And he had a son that was, uh, the, the, was born of Haggith. The Bible said, you can read about it in 1 Kings chapter 1, Amen. He boasted himself and he decided that he was going to seize the kingdom. Amen. Uh, but God had another plan. Amen. Yeah, man. God already had his eye on another man. Uh, and That was King Solomon to take over and rule Israel. Amen. Uh, I can't get into it all for the sake of time, but just to give you a little tidbit of information. Amen. Uh, uh, the Bible said that the prophet Nathan, amen, and Bathsheba, d- come up with a counter, uh, a, a counterplot, amen, to, to take it back. Amen. And and when it was all said and done, you can read all this in 1 Kings chapter 1. Amen. In chapter number 2, you see that the King Solomon is then crowned king of Israel. Amen. Amen. You can also read in 1 Chronicles 29. We see that King Solomon is taken and he is sworn in, if you will, as king of Israel, amen, and just a few short chapters or verses later, amen, we find that King David has deceased, amen. Chapter 1 of 2 of Corinthians, we find that Solomon has become established in the kingdom, amen, and in verse 7 we see something that takes place right here, Amen. And I want all of the kids of this church right now, that's it, right? I want you to turn the TV up about four notches. And I want you to listen to something right here. Come on, brother. I want you to listen real close. All you young people, listen to what this preacher's saying. In 2 Chronicles chapter 1 and verse 7, the Bible says this. And it says, In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. Huh? He said, ask what I shall give thee. Uh, he could ask for anything in this world. Come on, brother. But what did it say he asked for? King Solomon said... Uh, Unto God it says in verse 8 Thou hast shewed great mercy unto David my father And hast made me to reign in his stead Now listen right here In verse 9 he says Now O Lord God He says let thy promise unto David my father be established For thou hast made me king over a people Like the dust of the earth and multitudes Amen Listen right here children He said give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go in and out and come before the people for who can judge this thy people that is so great. You say well why does the young people need to come up close to the TV? I want them to hear what this preacher's got to say. Amen. You can read this same story in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. But it's worded just a little different. Amen. I love how the word of God is worded. Amen. And listen to me right here. What the King Solomon said in chapter 3 and verse 7. Now you listen to me young people right here. I want to help you if you'll let me. Amen. And he said in verse 7 he says. And now O Lord my God. He says thou hast made thy servant king. Instead of David. Listen to me young people. He said. My father. He said. I am but a child. He said. Huh. Listen. It don't matter how young you are. God Almighty has a plan for you. He's got a purpose for you. And you don't even realize. What your videos have done to me. And no doubt others. Hey. I don't care from the littlest, uh, little uh, Levi is that his name? Levi uh, Bailey amen praise God little Levi it don't matter how little you are God almighty can use you That's right. uh, so praise we know God. here that King Solomon was a young man uh, the, from what I've read I can't nail it down to an exact age amen but I have found out he's probably somewhere between the age of 12 and 20 amen Now think about that, being that young. And God has just crowned you king of a whole kingdom. Uh, Oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, Listen, he said in his word that one day he's going to make you ruler over many. Uh, praise yeah. the Lord yeah. Uh, yeah. God can use you tonight children but in chapter 1 of 2nd Chronicles he has become established and halfway down through that we see that God has come to him the presence of the Lord and ask him ask what you will King Solomon he asked, could ask for anything brother but he asked for wisdom and knowledge right. amen and it pleased God so much he says that I've granted he said, but because you've not asked for all these other things, he says, I'm going to give that to you too. Huh? Everywhere I read about my Lord and my Savior, He always goes a step further. Uh, that's the God I serve. Buddha can't do that today. Why? Because he's still buried somewhere. Uh, only the God I serve can do that. Chapter 2, we see Solomon prepares... To build the great temple of God. Amen. He gets the dimensions. Chapter 3. ground breaks on the great temple. And they begin to erect this great temple. Chapter 4 of 2 Chronicles. We see that the temple build is still going on. And that brings us to chapter 5 tonight. And I want to show you something in the word of God. Chapter 5. The Bible says this. We see at this point the temple has been built. It's all complete on the outside. And the Bible says, Thus all the work that Solomon had made, or that Solomon made, for the house of the Lord was finished. Huh? It was finished, brother. Amen. And it says, And Solomon brought in all the things that David his father had dedicated, and the silver and the gold, and all the instruments, put he among the treasures of the house of God, Then Solomon assembled the elders. Now listen right here. Listen, it says, Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the chief of the fathers and the children of of Israel, unto Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. Zion. What that Ark of the Covenant was, that was the presence of Almighty God. The Ark of the Covenant was so holy that if you touched it, people fell over dead. Amen. They had to handle it a certain way. You say, what's that got to do with your sermon tonight? Well, I want to tell you tonight, I didn't tell you, I want to preach for a little while on this subject. When prayers go up, the fire will come down. Amen. Huh. Yeah, yeah. When prayers go up, the fire will come down. You say, what's this got to do with anything? first thing I want to show you tonight is the, the, the Bible said, and Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he said this. He said, know ye not that ye are the temple of God. Right. Huh. Now we know in this story that Solomon built a real temple like this building. But I want to preach tonight this temple. This one. Because right, right. that temple's done and gone. Right. Huh? The temple that God dwelled in, the Ark of the Covenant that Solomon made the first one, that one's gone. Huh? But look what we've got. God, he's right here. You look at your heart as the Ark of the Covenant, Jesus, the, the Holy Ghost, God Almighty, dwells with inside you tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Huh? Before prayers could ever go up, the first thing I see is the temple. Has to have something in it. It has to have God Almighty, huh? I've Gary. I've 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 talked to people. It says I just don't know if I'm saved or not. You better know. Right, right. Huh, there's coming a time that you better know whether you've got it or not, amen right. I'm preaching tonight when prayers go up the fire will come down and I'm going to show you how to get there tonight right. but first thing you've got to have is you've got to have the Holy Ghost living inside right. you right. that's right sinner right. Uh, friend, there ain't but one prayer that God will hear from you and that's the prayer of repentance, amen you pray that prior repentance, bow on your face, accept him as your Lord and Savior, and let him move into your heart and life, and then that's when he will indwell inside you. Uh, once he comes on the inside of you, I see that, he, that you can go to him just like King Solomon. I I I'll tell you, Gary, sometimes I feel like when I get down to pray, I feel the Holy Ghost go, What do you want? Just tell me, just tell me what you want. Huh? Yeah. But sometimes we just get down to pray and we just pray those same old mundane run-of-the-mill prayers just repetitious tonight. huh? Yeah. The Bible speaks against pre- rep- repetition, yeah. huh? Pr- uh, praying. The first thing I seen in chapter 5 was there was something missing in the temple when it was complete and that was the presence of God. Chapter 6 tonight of 2nd Chronicles I see that King Solomon prepares a sermon of the people but I also see the Solomon's prayer of dedication huh now I know according to this story here that King Solomon was praying a prayer of dedication to the earthly building but can I say tonight, uh, church, that we need to be praying a prayer of dedication to this fleshly temple tonight. Amen. You say, what do you mean by that? Listen, well, we're living in a day and a time where people just think they can come to church any old time they want to and everything will be all right. They hardly ever pray during the week, never Amen. pick up their Bible. Amen. And then they expect God to dwell in them. huh. We need some dedication down at the house of God. Amen. Amen we need some dedication, praise God, in our prayer closet, all along with just you and God. Amen. Uh, yes. We need Good some reason. dedication tonight. Amen. Well, listen, I've said it before. Uh, sometimes we uh, God does uh, well, we come in and we raise up dirty hands, and God ain't one bit pleased with that. That's right. Huh? I know some of the older folks can't get down like we can. Huh? And listen, this message came to me long before it's ever coming to you tonight. And let me tell you, God's convicted me about laying on my lazy side in the bed praying. Come on now. Huh? It reminds me over where Jesus went in the garden and he said, Y'all pray here. And Jesus went a little farther. Mm-hmm. He come back and called them asleep, didn't he? He said, what? Can't you watch and pray just one hour? I see us sometimes doing that. Go to bed at night. Can't even, can't even dedicate ourselves enough to the Lord to get down on our knees. Because the hard wood hurts them. Well, God bless our little heart. Amen. Yeah. Maybe that's why we need to spend more time on our knees to call them things up. That's right. Huh? We need some dedication tonight. Prayer of dedication. Amen. I'm going to show you here in a minute exactly what will happen. If you'll do exactly what I'm telling you, the fire will come down in your life. I also see that prayer of dedication brings me to right back to chapter 7 to my text. The Bible says this. When Solomon had made an end of praying, The fire came down from heaven. What is praying tonight? I looked up a definition. Some preachers don't believe in that, but we do. I do. Amen. Huh? Amen. I'm too dumb to know this on my own. It's what you see is supernatural. Prayer tonight is the act of asking a favor, particularly with earnestness. Huh? I believe James chapter five said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth what much it Amen. says. That's right. Amen. Huh? Now I don't know about you, but in my little old mind, that word much is unmeasurable. Hmm? You say what are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. It ain't no telling what God would do for you. If we would just humble ourselves and dedicate ourselves in prayer, listen to me. I read this story in chapter 6 about this prayer. And when I got to verse, chapter 7 and verse 1, it said, And when Solomon had made an ending of praying, the fire came down. I thought, man, I would have loved to have been there and heard that prayer. That wasn't just some wimpy run-of-the-mill Lord God, bless me if you can. Prayer. Mm -hmm. I believe that man right there, when he got down to pray, the Bible said that he built a scaffold, three by three, uh, five by five by three, the Bible says. And he said he knelt on his knees. What's that mean? That's symbolic to humbleness. Huh? He humbled himself before God Almighty, bowed himself on his knees, and raised his hands to glory as to say, I surrender myself to you. Huh? Listen to me. We got to have something in the temple. That's number two. We got to have a prior of dedication. Amen. 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 We got to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. And the last thing I want to show you is we got to offer Him something and make some sacrifices. Amen. You say, why is that? Well, listen to what the Word said. And you can read this in chapter 6 too. It says, that now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and sacrifices. They had prepared these animals and offered them to the Lord as a burnt offering and a sacrifice We got to offer him something. We got to what you say. What 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 do we have to offer ourselves? We have to deny ourselves as ourselves and give ourselves to him. If we're ever going to see the fire fall in our prayer life, and ever see the fire fall in this place, it's going to take a. It's going to take something in the heart. It's going to take. It's going to take a prior dedication. And you're going to have to come in here and offer him something. Amen. Amen. Huh? It's different worshiping the Lord in your house. You've got so many distractions. But I see here tonight that if we will offer him something and we'll make some sacrifices for the Lord, listen, it may cost you a few hours of sleep. Huh? Mm-hmm. On, How many of you are willing to give up something to get something? Huh? Said where much is given, much is required, the Word says. "Huh?" So if we're ever going to see the fire fall like it did right here in 2 Chronicles 7, we've got to have something in the temple, the presence of God. We've got to be dedicated. We've got to have a dedicated prayer life. We've got to be dedicated Bible readers. We've got to be dedicated churchgoers. Listen. A bunch of smokes ain't going to get it done. Amen. If you're a Sunday morning only, you might want to start coming on Sunday nights. We have pretty good services. Amen. Amen. Huh? Amen. But let me show you. The Bible said after that, the fire came down and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, it says the glory of the Lord filled the house. Mm. What is he talking about? He's talking about the temple. After the fire came down and received those offerings and those sacrifices, the glory of the Lord filled the house. You say, well, big deal. We've had some good shouting out services, yeah. But we've never had a service where the Spirit was so strong that we couldn't enter the building. That's right. right. Huh? We've never, I've never in 39 years of my life been in a service where the power of God was so strong that I couldn't even go in. Uh, listen to me today. I would to God that we would uh, seek Him while He may be found because yeah. there's coming a time where He will not deal with us. That's right, that's right, brother. Uh, listen, verse 2 of chapter 7 it says and the it says and the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the house the Lord's house it said and when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house they bowed themselves they bowed themselves they humbled themselves now I don't know how many people was in this kingdom but I picture every single one of them. Every single person there doing this. and said they bowed their faces toward the ground upon the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord saying for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. Now in my conclusion, I want to show you this. When the fire goes up the presence of God will come down. Fire in the Bible is symbolic to the God's presence. It's also symbolic to the wrath of God. Hmm? Either way, the fire is going to fall on you. Amen. So you can, either, you can either do it God's way and let Him rain His blessings on you, or you can let Him rain the wrath of God on you. Amen. Amen. The second thing I've seen It says, when the fire goes up, unmeasurable blessings come down. Wouldn't you like to be in a place where the presence of God was so strong that you couldn't even go in? I can't imagine that. And the last thing in my conclusion, I see, when the fire goes up, perfect praise and worship comes down. Amen? We come in here sometimes, and there's people in here that worships the Lord. This is a place. We've got something special here, church. Something very special right here in this place. And I've been blessed over the years, Brother Gary, to be a part of churches that have something special. Amen. Amen. But there is something special here. But there's some here that's not where others are. We don't preach this to preach down to you. We want to help you because we know what you can be. Amen. amen. And if we all come in here when they release us from this pandemic that we're in, and we can finally gather back at Vickers' Chapel, I would dare say we're going to have one humdinger of a service, <laughs> <laughs> amen. huh? Amen. And I think they should be a porklet dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Amen. With banana pudding. That's right. Amen. But listen to me. Dedicate yourself. Make sure that you're right, right here. Huh? And offer him something. Let's pray. Father God, I've done the very best I could tonight to preach your word. Lord, I'm glad that when the prayers go up, I'm glad that the fire will come down. Lord, I'm glad that you love us so much. Father, Lord, I'm thankful, Lord, for the presence of God. Lord, we just ask you, dear God, right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you take this message and use it, Lord. Lord, you're the one that gives the increase. It's just my job to deliver the message. Father God, I feel like I've done my very best tonight, Lord. So that listener that's listening tonight that don't know you in the free part of sin, Lord, maybe that church member that goes to this church, Lord, that's sitting right there that maybe is doubting their salvation. Father, I don't serve a God of hope-sos. I serve a God of know-so. Amen. Amen. And I'm glad today that I can know. The writer said, These things have I written that you may know. So, Lord God, I ask you, dear God, to do a work today. Father, touch the hearts of your people, the ones that's hurting. Lord, Lord, I pray, Father, that you, you wrap them in your love. Father God, just touch everybody here, our widows, widowers, Lord, our young people, Lord, our lay members, our deacons, dear God, our Sunday school teachers, our pastor and his wife and his daughter. Lord, I pray a special blessing upon this church. Father, You give the increase. Take this message and do what you will. In Jesus' name, amen.